What sort of movies will we be watching today? Will we be watching good Marvel movies? No. What about Star Wars movies? No. What about the Star Wars Disney movies that are not that great? No. We'll be watching bad but good movies. This is Bad Rad Movies Podcast. On this episode, we will be watching... One-Armed Executioner. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to number 14 episode of Bad Rad Movies with me, Richard Sucka. And uh, here for the first time, my guest co-host, his name is... Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Um, like Jesus, but like with his uh, PlayStation username and uh, Instagram page, it's like, hey, Zeus, God of Thunder, which that's it's very <laughs> clever, I gotta tell you. Um, I've been trying to get Jesus to come on here forever. Uh, cause I think he was one of the, besides Cameron, yeah. like he was w- another person. Like, I think after me and him got done in the first episode, like I was like, Hey, Seuss, when are we going to do the podcast episode, man? And then like, I was explaining to him what the whole concept yeah. was. So he was very interested in it. And I think even Cameron told me he was like telling, trying to convince you to do it too. Cause he told me he was like, yeah, he says, you should do it. It's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty fun. It's, it's a good one. Go that one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just thought maybe we'd have something cool to discuss, you know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah. I mean, uh, this is his first time. Uh, I I was expecting you to say like, this this might be my first time, not my last, Richard. (laughs) Like, I love Ethan. Ethan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because his first time was. who killed Captain Alex, the African right. movie, which was his uh, pick. Um, but uh, so, yeah, um, this time we decided, in case if you didn't hear the introduction, we're going to be tackling on a film called The One-Armed Executioner. Bobby A. Suarez presents Franco Guerrero in the most explosive action-packed motion picture of the year. No! The One-Armed Executioner. Haunted by the memory of a love that refuses to die. He ruthlessly seeks revenge. The One-Armed Executioner. Starring Franco Guerrero, Jody Kaye, Pete Cooper, Nigel Hart. Compelled in his quest for vengeance, he drives himself to incredible feats to earn the right to fate. One determined man fighting back against overwhelming odds to avenge the brutal murder of the woman he loves. How does it feel, Jason? Not as as good as sticking it in your wife. Franco Guerrero and Jody Kay, young and in love, with so much to live for. The ultimate in action and adventure. Nothing can stop the one-armed executioner. First Death Wish, then Walking Tall, and now the one-armed executioner. Produced and directed by Bobby A. Suarez. Now, 
the way how this came about was when um, me and Jesus were kind of sitting down and he got really scared of my dogs because I guess apparently he got bitten by a chihuahua, a fierce chihuahua. So, But then once he realized that my dogs were not threatening, that's when he was like, okay, cool. Your dogs are very nice because they were jumping up on him, smelling his penis. and Yeah, they were getting in there. Man. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were sniffing and... <laughs> places i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah like oh okay i get it you're you're very friendly you're very friendly <laughs> um so then then i asked him like oh like you know with past guest co-hosts if it's their first time i go well what kind of movies do you like to do um with cameron he likes horror movies edwin he likes like fantasy kind of films and uh ethan likes you know a lot of like military like chuck norrisy sometimes westerns too and i guess you like Pretty much like more like action movies, but more of like the gun action kind of movies, not like really martial arts, but gun action kind of movies, right? I don't like want martial art, well, the martial arts movies, but I mean, yeah, I definitely have like a soft spot for those guns. Uh, that's cool. Like, what was what was some of your like favorite um, like action gun shooting movies? If you want to like name like a few action gun, but one of my favorite movies, like just like action movies, has been like the Mission Impossible series. Oh yeah, yeah those are pretty like, good. I mean it's, it's, I mean, it's pretty mainstream, but I mean, it's just something that I've been watching and just like hearing how he does his own stunts as he evolved through the yeah. films. It's just something to watch. It's just yeah, I mean, I obviously I definitely loved the first one, and then second one was all right, and then third uh, one was a little bit better, and then I think after I don't know whatever the other sub names instead of like when they basically when they stopped doing the number thing that's mm-hmm. when i kind of lost track i'm like i don't want to have to google search on which one comes next um i guess the easier way would be like to follow the year yeah that they put in parentheses but i don't know like yeah but i i do like some of the mission impossible movies they're 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 pretty good especially my favorite is obviously the first one yeah um so yeah so we went based off of that and we mm-hmm. were kind of scrolling through my fire stick and that's when we saw or when Jesus saw <laughs> one-armed executioner. Now the poster I'm seeing here on IMDb, like it's not the same one. It's a different one. It's also illustrated, but it clearly shows that this guy's wearing like I don't know. I think he's wearing like a brown jacket, and like you could see that he's an armless guy holding a gun. <laughs> um, but yeah, we saw the the cover, and we were like, I think this is something that we could watch. Uh, and I think that's. And then I asked Jesus like. Are you sure do you want to watch this? Like, are you sure? And then he looked at me and said, "I mean, definitely. I mean, honestly, I just wanted to know which arm got cut off. <laughs> I just wanted to know if he was going to be a righty or a lefty." Yeah. I mean, I, we found out, but I mean, I guess that'll be for later, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, just the thumbnail just him posing with the one arm and I was like, "How much damage can he actually do with that one arm?" Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> there's there's a there's a fa- a well-known martial arts movie called uh, where it's like a duo of these martial artists mm-hmm. where it's uh, a mar- I forgot I I'm not exactly sure what the title's called, but I think it's called like the armless and the legless kung fu masters or something like it's this duo where one guy he has no arms and he's kicking and another guy has no legs so he's like a martial artist too and they team up to form like basically (laughs) one person which i'm gonna have to find that movie at some point too so we might have to watch that one at some point too (laughs) so um let's just say that this movie does not have any known actors and i'm using my quotation mark fingers for it 
Um, so this movie was directed by a guy by the name of Bobby A. Suarez. And uh, do you happen to know any of these films? Like Cosa Nostra Asia, Cleopatra Wong. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to read these off and you let me know if you've heard of them. Uh, right. So you said no to Cosa Nostra, no. no to Cleopatra. What about The Return of the Bionic Boy? Oh, I think I got that in a Pizza Hut DVD. <laughs> free. Oh, really? Um, yeah, probably. What about Mean Business? No? Uh, no. I'm well, obviously thing. we've seen One Armed Executioner. <laughs> Warriors of the Apocalypse. That might yeah, be something no, yeah. we might want to watch. Yeah. Uh, American Commandos. No, and I'm. No, I, it's I'm safe good. to assume that Red Roses call for a girl and obsessed. Uh, you've never heard of those either, right? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm All right, so that seems to be the last movie he actually directed. He's mainly known to be a writer. Oh, and okay. my bad, he's dead now. Oh, <laughs> he's been peace. dead for nine years. Uh, oh. Died February eighth, two thousand ten. Ah, that's damn. that's too bad. It's, uh, damn. Yeah, he's a Filipino uh, uh, director. Uh, Menentil. So, so Jesus, would you uh, like to um, do the honors and uh, read um, the the plot and basically what the fucking film is about? Yeah, so the one-armed executioner is a story of an Interpol agent turned restauranteur out for revenge against the gangsters that cut off his arm and killed his bride, sadly. This tragedy left him deeply depressed, and his battle with depression has to be won first before he can be thoroughly trained in martial arts. After his training, Ortega, the Interpol agent, hunts down his... (laughs) his adversaries for a final reckoning Ooh, Ooh, yeah yeah, crazy (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah we weren't sure what year this came out because it didn't say because on when we were watching through my fire stick it said in parentheses 2011 which we were i think we were like uh jesus was like oh this came out in 2011 i'm like no i don't think so i think it was distributed by another company and sold in 2011 but I think it might be earlier, and I we thought it was 1970s because the way how the credits rolled, the music and the yeah. and the hairstyle. But it's it was actually 1981. So, um, <laughs> Jesus, would you like to uh, uh, start off? How does how does how the does movie start? <laughs> kind of dark. You can't really tell what's going on <laughs> until you see a, a a phone booth. You don't think anyone's in there. At all. You really don't. <laughs> Until all of a sudden you see the kind of phone cord going down and it's and it's a little person in there talking on the phone about he's pretty much almost like bargaining for a price on a drug, but he seems a little kind of shook up, just kind of looking out, shifty. <laughs> but it's a very weird scene. <laughs> and I think he calls some guy, right? Like he's like he calls some dude, and he's like, "Hey, boss, I think I found a guy somewhere." And then, and then what does the dude say? Like, I, well, let's I, role play. I'll be the little person. You be the guy. Oh, Just man. make up something. I, Fuck I, it. I, I, I can't even remember that. He's like, he's like, "Are you sure you found something?" Yeah, Are boss, found I found. It? Yeah, I found it. I found it. Uh, uh, did you have it with you? Uh, I, uh, no, cause the guy took it. I I don't know. I don't know what to do, boss. <laughs> I need, I need you to look for it. I need you to look for it right I now. I can't. There's a guy following me, and he he's he's been fighting the phone booth. He looks really mad, boys. I I don't know what to do. Well, get out of there. I can't. Get oh, he just there. he just stuck it. He's now. he got out a crowbar or some kind of tiny bar and put it through the doorknobs, and I can't get out. Boys, help me! Oh, he's picking. He somehow was able to lift the telephone pole, and now he threw me in the water. I'm in the water. 
and I'm drowning. I'm drowning. <laughs> and so that's when it cuts to the long credits, which for some reason they decided to like to do because back in the day they the way how movies end nowadays they did it in the beginning and i guess that took too long and people were getting impatient so that's when they reversed it because you know because you don't want to get up and walk off just when the movie starts yeah yeah so we kind of fast forward it and then it cuts to i think when it it introduces the main protagonist and he goes into this restaurant right am i right or yeah yeah yeah. okay Uh, he, uh, he walks into a restaurant sits down with his bride and then starts talking to the restaurant owner that apparently they're really good friends. Uh, he walks away, says he needs to go to the bathroom. And then the bride is like, oh, like, I'm scared because he's an Interpol agent. Like, I don't know what's going to go on with him. What, what is going on with him? Can he leave that life? And then the restaurant owner is like, hey, my bride used to be an Interpol agent. I know the life is hard, but you can do it. Everything will be all right. It'll, it'll turn out all right. But granted, she's dead now. <laughs> But I already cried, and that's fine. I wiped away all my tears. But that's different. You know, women Interpol agents get killed a lot easier than men do. So you got nothing to worry about. Chances are you might die. <laughs> Which, no spoilers. Oh, by the way, uh, keep in mind there might be some spoilers if, you, for whatever oh, yeah. reason, you decide to watch <laughs> this movie. If you didn't guess that there were spoilers, this is a spoiler <laughs> review. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, and the wife, uh, we have to mention uh, this. this uh, since this is a Filipino director, this t- uh, the majority of the actors are Filipino, and mm-hmm. this is filmed in the Philippines. But you could clearly tell that this film is. Has a lot of ADR redubbing um, because uh, you see the uh, you can you know they're speaking English, but at the same time when you look carefully, they have a very thick accent. Yeah. So that's when you know typical directors would go out and get American actors or voice actors and redub it, and because they want to have the because you could tell this is supposed they wanted this to be like an American action movie. Yeah. You know because that's what was like big during the time. Um, so, you know, cause like I said, when you, you see a lot of Asian Filipino people with very perfect American accents, um, but sh- his wife, uh, the, which I think, what, what was the guy's name? Um, Ortega, yeah. uh, which is played by a guy named, uh, Franco Guerrero. Uh, I've heard of this actor. Hmm? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I haven't, but he, oh. but he, but he's credited <laughs> as Chito Guerrero in this movie, I but mean- for some reason, he decided to change it to Franco. Um, he's they're all Filipino, but this his wife is special because she's blonde. He has blonde hair and blue eyes. Yep, she, she is of the Aryan race. Yep. This is... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but she's white. Because when she colors her hair, she colors her other hair too. The color <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the carpets match the drapes. <laughs> So then what happens, Jesus? So then, <laughs> for some reason, they kind of get a, a a tip on a drug deal. They don't really reveal how they got the tip oh, or yeah. somehow anything. They just end up going to an airport to kind of intercept uh, what is known as a drug shipment just <laughs> coming in. Just They just know that it's a plane coming in. Let's attack them when the plane comes in. Oh, yeah. So then they get a little group of Interpol agents. They go. They start fighting. Somehow Interpol loses. 
but wins at the same time. Four <laughs> of their agents die just for a briefcase with a diary in it that's like half scorched, so they could kind of half decipher what's going on. What did you think of? Because there's, there's. Keep in mind, um, what Jesus was describing. There was a lot of gun shooting going yeah. on. He's just trying to sum it up so that way we don't have to keep talking about this movie for too long. <laughs> which is fine. I get it. No, no, you know, no. at least it's not Bong of the Dead, or you know, it's not <laughs> House of the Dead Two, or Good Guys Were Black, things like that. <laughs> uh, the, believe it or not, this was a breath of fresh air for me <laughs> oh from the God. past film. And of course, Ace Ventura Junior. So, oh, that's a classic. Oh yeah, oh it's great. I'm surprised you've never seen the best of the best out of all the three Ace Ventura films. The Ace Ventura Junior was the best one. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I recommend it. You should watch it when you get home. If you have Amazon Prime, go and watch it. I'll definitely do that. I'll just get home. Take a hit on. of that pen. Let's <laughs> we'll fucking on. finish that whole fucking like, cartridge. Why is Jim Carrey small? <laughs> no, it's his son. <laughs> oh my god! Of course it is. <laughs> And Jim Carrey's just not in the movie? No. <laughs> so he's just a fatherless? <laughs> His father disappeared. And I don't well, knowing Jim Carrey, the kind of player that he is, uh, he definitely does not miss his kid. <laughs> so anyway, so back to this fucking butte. Um, so yeah, this, so what would you think about all the, the, the gun firing and the action sequences? Like It, it was... It was so sporadic. It was like, all right, there's good acting, good acting, getting hit, getting hit. And then they're just all of a sudden, they're like, hey, you, leap. Leap 10 feet back. <laughs> like, why? Like, just because you just got hit. Just leap 10 feet. Yeah. The, just, some of, the, always, some of yeah. the guys that would get shot, like, the, their reactions were just horrible. Like, one guy, I think he got shot... He got shot directly in the head, which I thought mm-hmm. that looked cool. But the way how he reacted, like, I don't know... I, when when I've seen a guy get shot in the head, not I'm saying I've never seen a guy get shot in the head in real life, but like in big budgeted movies that where they're good at acting like they got shot in the head, they instantly are dead. Yeah. You know, it goes directly to the brain. This guy, he gets shot in the head, and I don't know if this will transfer well for audio, but like he rolls his eyes in the back of his head, and he like twitches his fucking left eyelid, and he's like. Oh, and he's like, like, just has his body up for like five seconds, and then he falls and dies. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not an expert. I've never, like I said, I've never seen a guy get shot in the head in real life, and I'm not a doctor. But I'm pretty sure that when you get shot directly on in your head, where your where your brain's located, you don't just fucking like sit there for five like fucking Compulsive seconds or ten minutes, seconds, yeah. and then like and then die. Like I don't know. That's just me. But uh, but yeah. So then, like, a lot of gun shooting back and forth, and I think I remember you said that the plane blew up because, like, uh, the the main guy, um, I forgot his fucking name, Ortega, mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking <A> Ramon uh, Ortega, <laughs> fucking hot sauce is fucking like <laughs> chasing after the plane. And then because the plane's about to take off with the with this, uh, we didn't know it was a diary at first. We just saw it was a briefcase. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of just jumping yeah. into. Yeah, dude, you fucking spoiled out. it, man. You you spoiler fucking oh, alert, man. I'm sorry, man. That's I, okay. get, I jumped the gun too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. So <laughs> so he's going after the guys that are getting away with the briefcase in the plane, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Did he shot a guy that was driving the plane in the neck, yeah. and then the plane lands again? But then like, and then. Somehow the guy that got shot, I don't know if he got shot in the neck or the leg or something, he runs away. Yeah. The main uh, pilot. 
And then another guy is like shooting at him too. He gets shot in the leg too. And then like the ADR in this is bad. Like the way how they get shot or they sound like they're hurt. Because I swear to God, like I'll see if I can find the sound clip. This this guy like he's like limping. He's like, like the, the normal whimpers when you get yeah. shot. I mean, <laughs> and then um, and then as he's running away, did Ortega fucking shoot the plane and it blew up? Yeah, he just kind of just kept shooting at the body of the plane, like the main kind of fat area of the plane. Just kept shooting at it. The guy started limping away, and then it just yeah, it just it just blew up. up. Yeah, you know what? It's it's pretty common in older action films. Yeah, yeah. You just shoot at a car a few times, and it blows up. <laughs> Any mini mini mo. Yeah. <laughs> so then he goes, and then that's when he sees uh the briefcase with a hole inside of it, and um you know he. They don't show him grabbing it, but then I guess he does because then yeah. I guess does it cut back to the station, right? Yeah, it cuts back to the station. It's scorched up. They're sitting there and they're discussing it. Well, what are we looking at? Oh, it's a it's a book. It's a diary, but it has code. We'll we'll be sure to decipher it right but, away. But problem is, it's most of it is burnt up. What are we gonna say if we question him? Oh, we won't tell him it's all burnt up and it's unrecognizable. We'll just tell him we have it, and then so. After that, I think it cuts to him going home. His Caucasian blonde hair wife is laying mm-hmm. down on the couch holding a fucking baby doll because I guess they've been wanting a baby or some shit. They never really explain. They just We just know that they're married or something. And then, like, he pats her on the head. That's how we know that they, he loves her to death. And then he goes to take a shower. She, like, p- fucking goes and opens and sneaks up behind him. And it's just like... Ooh, give me kisses, give me kisses, baby. And he's like, all right. I, oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a nice big fit with the kiss with my big <laughs> tongue. Here, let me spread your legs with my pito and stick my little pee-pee inside there. <laughs> and so they do it. And then, like, we're like, okay, great. You know, we get it. They're yeah, going like, to bone, whatever. Yeah. And then I think that's when it cuts to, um, I don't know, like the, bo- the this main boss guy, right? Mm. Like, is this... Is this where it's at the pool, or is this where, like, he has that meeting with, like, the other bad guys or something? It's it's kind of where he has the meeting. He meets with the yeah. guys that survived that kind of plane encounter. Oh, yeah, that's his, right. His kind of main security dudes. He's like, he's like, oh, all yeah. right, you survived. He's like, um, uh, was the briefcase destroyed? And I, then I don't know, boss. I, I, I think it was burnt up in the motherfucking plane. <laughs> Tells him, no way that briefcase could have survived those flames. Yeah, no, no way. way. The, the, no the briefcase way. wasn't. It's, it, it didn't survive, man. It burnt up in that plane and shit. I make waffles. <laughs> and then, and then, what did the boss say? Didn't he say like, like, uh, it, you better be true. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, 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 it better have been destroyed. Yeah. And then they both look at each other like, oh shit. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, ninety-five percent sure. Yeah. And then I guess that's when it cuts to um, the same boss guy. He's talking to. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, they were at the party because yeah. he's walking around in his fucking bathrobe around his empty pond or some shit. Yeah, and then he's like being like, "Hey, what's going on here?" And the most annoying character, I hated this guy. Like he's like this fucking bald dude oh, with yeah. glasses, and he's like, corre- he's like the grammar Nazi, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, like, don't you mean I'm courteous? And like he's just, I don't know. I think what did he say? He was like, he's like. You guys are a bunch of fucking retards. Like, don't you make 
Down syndrome. <laughs> and then like the stupid girls yeah. are like, like, oh, that was witty. That yeah, was funny. I hated the dude because like throughout the whole movie, he does yeah, all this shit. That was his only shtick. That was literally his lines. So then uh, they're in the pool. The boss guy is like mm-hmm. talking with that same guy. Like I guess they're trying to – because I guess they, we never really see what company this guy belongs to. But we just know that he's the main head owner yeah. of this company. And he's talking with that same guy that's the the grammar Nazi, and he's like, "Okay, I want you to make up the story that we never met up with, whatever the guy's name that got killed in that gun shooting." Oh yeah, uh, you know, we, we want I want you to say uh, that it's a tragic. He's like, "Don't you mean heinous?" And he's like, yeah. "Okay, yeah, that's good. Say heinous." And then that's when you get Ortega and his partner, and then they go and question him. And they ask him stuff like, and 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 what did they say, Jesus? It said, um, "Where's the briefcase? Where is it?" Wait, did they say that? Yeah, right. Didn't they uh, question Ortega? Because at first they kind of no, just... no, no, no. The, no, I'm talking about what did Ortega and his partner say to the main head honcho guy? Like, because like they were questioning, they were interrogating him oh, at his pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Right. They did show up and try to shake him down. They were just asking. Uh, hey man, uh, we caught one of your guys' wicks, uh, at the airport. He was involved in a, in a kind of little dispute with us. Uh, we found him in a plane with like, uh, about like, what, like two, two tons of drugs. That's what he said. He was like, yeah, we found him with about two tons of drugs. So what do you have to say to that? And we have the diary too. And he's like, well, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> you know, I don't get into my guys' personal business. And plus he's not that kind of guy, you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then um, I think uh, that's when they he was like, "Oh yeah, you got the diary, huh?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, you know it's coded, right?" He's like, "Don't worry, we're gonna figure out everything." And then that's when I guess when they leave, he makes that phone call, yeah. tells a bunch of his uh goons, goons to go and uh fuck up this Ortega yeah, guy the, to get Ortega rid of him. Lesson, yeah, yeah, he's, he's or or no, or lesson. to get rid of him because yeah. he knows too much. So uh, Ortega comes home. And then, like, that's uh, – he sees that his wife is tied up with, yeah. like, a gag around her mouth. Uh, and then I think he was – what the fuck was his wife's name? I forgot. Uh, Anne. Anne. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So he's like, Anne! And then he gets hit in the head, and then he's, like, kind of fighting these goons off a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then eventually he gets uh, beaten up, and then he gets tied up too. Uh, this main um, – I don't know. I'm gonna. I, I forgot what this guy's name is, but I'm gonna. James. Is it James? Yeah, that's the. Okay, so I guess we'll just call him James. Uh, James is like, uh, he's like this big, huge guy with like a beard and long hair. Mm-hmm. He's like, wait, we don't know who these guys are because they're all wearing like silk stock or like uh nylon stockings over their face, and he's got his fucking japanese katana pointed at his uh, wife's tits and he's like tell me where the diary is and then uh, ortega say it doesn't exist we were just making it up we just wanted to make it up yeah. so that way we make the boss think that we had it so we could get him to confess and we could take him to jail and then that way he could get <laughs> you know raped in prison and have all these purple dicks in him and then he was like no you're bullshitting where's the diary and he's like i'm telling you it doesn't exist He's like, you have to believe me. He's like, you have to put yeah, exactly. Like, you have to believe me. He's like, I don't believe you. Last chance. If you don't tell me, I'm gonna stab your wife's tits to death until she's dead. 
And then he's like, no, I'm telling you it doesn't exist. Okay, I warned you. And then he stabs his wife until she's <laughs> until yeah, she's dead. Until she's dead. And there he's there watching it. He's horrified. He's like, damn you. The, the funniest you. part is like right after he stabs her, like it's it's kind of hard to like translate. But he just makes this ugly fucking face and he just screams like, ah! <laughs> you like it was just so fucking funny there's so much like you could tell these guys like try way too hard and like for some reason somehow yeah. they think that they're going to be recognized by the oscars i mean i mean and the academy award for best actor goes to franco guerrero as ortega from one-armed executioner <laughs> <laughs> well done I sir really have to dig deep for this role well done i, um, I am a <laughs> i'm a method actor i actually worked with a few people that uh were working with the filipino interpol i went to the philippines and i really sunk into this character I want to thank my family for supporting me. And I actually got rid of one of my arms. <laughs> I actually role. cut off my own arm to actually be a part of this film. Uh, anyway, um, so then that's when uh, – and then afterwards, that's when uh, James gets the sword and chops his arm off, chops his left arm off. Yeah. And then as after he gets his arm chopped off, that's when he looks at one of the goons – and he sees that he's you, you could, this is this is of course um foreshadowing yeah. uh he looks at the ring that the guy's wearing and you know that's going to come into play later um then it cuts to the hospital yeah and what happened at the hospital jesus uh, he wakes up and personally i was offended that he didn't even ask about his wife <laughs> he just reached over and felt his ghost arm grabbed the stub and just hysterically started screaming <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold him down hold him down <laughs> they hold him down they, they inject him with i think uh something to just put him to sleep he goes back to sleep there then they start discussing like damn man like he's 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 really going through it wakes back up and then now he starts having just the civilized conversation <laughs> instead of just screaming yeah with his partners and everything he asks about his wife they say they're sorry about his wife uh, and then he wants to know more about this this bad guy who just pretty much just sent goons to pretty much just almost ruin his life. Yeah, and everybody and all of the guys that came or the main guys that work with him like knew that he was going to go and retaliate. So that's when yeah. the the his superior is like, "I know what you're thinking. You want to go out and you want to kill all of them, but you better not. Your job's on the line. If you do that." Then you better not think about it, mister. <laughs> and then, like, he stops. He's all, oh, by the way, I'm sorry about your dead wife. <laughs> okay, he sits down. Sorry about your dead wife. <laughs> and the little melancholy music plays. Like your typical 70s, like, melancholy, like, oh, sad music. And that's when we get, like, a shot of, like, him going in a taxi. And he's, like, going through the streets of the you know filipino streets and mm. he just you know doesn't know what to do he's trying to not kill himself yeah and um so he goes to a bar uh walks into a bar there's mm -hmm. like he and he starts to get even more depressed because he sees a bunch of like uh Couples. filipino guys getting their dicks touched by whores um and hookers much, yeah. uh, and then uh he goes and sits down and uh what is it? oh wait no i forgot to mention too 
his superior after he was yelling at him he's like you oh by the way hands off the case i forgot to mention that i'm like never apologize too, for that joke too soon for douche. that phrase too soon nope so then he sits down at the bar and he orders a drink and that's when you could tell like this lady that's alone is like oh i'm gonna get some of that one-armed dick in me <laughs> or i'm gonna steal his money you can tell she's up to no good so yeah. she goes up to him and she's like i guess i'll be the girl you be the the armless dude hey yeah baby i my name is cindy how you doing you want to buy me a drink i'm thirsty too uh i mean my wife's dead i don't have a fucking arm as of 24 hours ago but yeah, sure, you can sit down and have and have a drink. With All me. right. Hey, hey, George, why don't you get us the whole bottle? We'll just be sitting over here. <laughs> it just cuts to them drunk. The bottle's done. And then the uh, George, the bar, keeps going. He's like, hey, goddammit, we're fucking closed, man. Get out of here. Take this drunken bum with you. And, and then she she's like, relax, George. Don't worry about it here. We'll pay for the damages. Takes out his fucking wad of cash and just hands it to him like it was her own fucking money. Yeah. And the guy was passed out drunk, so he they basically robbed his ass. And then like she goes and he gives George gives her the change. She sticks it in between her boobs, and then she mm. takes him. I don't exactly know where she takes him because yeah. like I'm pretty like a, sure the guy had a place of his own, but, but then when she the place yeah. she took him to, there was like other people sleeping in beds. It was like a hostel type situation. Yeah, like was it one of those places where people would go if they didn't have a home or something? Yeah, I think so. Just something like that. It's like I don't even want a room. I just want a bed. I don't yeah, eight other people in here. I don't know. Maybe it's different in the Philippines, but I, yeah. I wouldn't really know. I, I that's that's the only thing I would compare it to when it comes to like you know things in America. But yeah, <clears throat> um, so. So then, like, so, and then, and then what happened? And then, I mean, he just kind of wakes up and then is back at it again. He tries to head, but he's kind of, oh, no. For some reason, he does, like, about maybe, what, like, 20 seconds of recon. Uh-huh. Has a dream about the freaking ring that he saw. Mm-hmm. Starts going around pawn shops trying to look for the ring. And then he gives up, ends up at the bar. That guy, George, remembers him. He's like. Get out of here. I don't want you in this bar. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Leaves. But for some reason, <laughs> someone at so the freaking, like, at, at the counter right there where they usually sit, <laughs> he just kind of turns and notices. Notices this one-armed man walking away disheveled, and he's like, hmm, all right. Makes a call. Dean cuts the black. He's walking. The guy walks out, starts walking a little closer to him, a little faster, a little faster. <laughs> A car pulls up out of nowhere. He pushes him inside. Get in there. <laughs> Goes inside too. Yeah, we just kidnapped this one-armed man. Let's go. Oh yeah, because uh, his the guy, the restaurant owner, who's like his best friend, like was trying to look for him because I guess apparently he didn't tell anybody where he was going, nope. yeah. what he was doing, and then where does this guy fucking take him that kidnapped him? He, he takes him to this kind of, like, just remote, almost, like, freaking karate paradise. This sort of martial arts paradise. And the restaurant owner from the beginning of the movie is sitting there in full, full makeup, full, just straight up ready to fight. And is like, we know, we know that you're seeking revenge. We know that you want to. But, but you don't know because they cut your, ha- your, your chances in half. 
when you they got rid of your arm. So now we must train you. We must train you to be who you were meant to be. <laughs> One armed executioner. <laughs> just decide to just train him out of the blue. Just all right, we'll help you in this little quest for revenge. I guess they do. Um, and you never know because <laughs> no, you'll find out when you listen to this. Uh, so we. <laughs> So the restaurant owner, not only is he a restaurant owner, but he's a kung fu teacher too. And uh yeah. my day and my night. <laughs> I swear to God, you're going to laugh at this when you hear back at it. Uh, anyway, uh... So he's doing like they're doing this whole training montage kind of thing. Yeah. And uh because he has one arm like he's not really trying. And then I think what uh you did you I don't think you talked about like what he had to do, right? Like Oh, uh, um no, yeah. He, um I mean there was like a lot of things they're making them do. They built their own stand for some reason of just like a a, a kind of thick bamboo stick. For him to balance on. Yeah. But he was having real trouble since he didn't have his whole left arm to balance himself. He fell, looked down, felt pity for himself. Ah. Hey, get the back up and get back up and try again. And so he's like, all right, fine. So he does it and he finally gets it with one turn. And then after he's like, he's all excited. Oh, I did it. He's like, now do it 20 more times. So he does it 20 <laughs> more times. And then that's when it cuts to like, um, uh, this other teacher that he has, and he's like purposely putting his arm behind his back to kind of show him, like, look, you can do this shit with one fucking arm. Yeah. Look at, okay, come attack, uh, other guy, come attack me. He comes, he does all this fucking crazy shit, which you can't see what I'm doing with my arms, but he's like doing all this crazy fucking kung fu shit, mm. and and he's like telling uh fucking Ortega, okay, do what I just did, and of course he tries to do it, but he fucks up at it because he keeps keeps getting punched and knocked out. Yeah by several different people and then that's when the restaurant tour slash uh uh martial arts master goes no you're doing it wrong you are <laughs> you're doing it wrong what you hate to do is you your problem is that you are looking with your eyes you have to peel it inside of your penis you have to peel it inside of your body okay you you to fuck Get up out of your eyes. You have to use the other senses. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he finally gets it that you can't focus on the eyes. You yeah. have to use all your other body parts, <laughs> like your other Jedi mind tricks and senses. So yeah. <laughs> he does it. He goes through. And the, there's the weirdest thing, though. When he, he finally gets to a point where he masters everything because they do like a little montage. Yeah. And it, it, now comes the final test where he's got to take on everybody that was basically training him at the same time so they go up to him and fight and then when he beats the shit out of i think a lot of them but there's only two guys left yeah. one of them busts out a sword a samurai sword mm-hmm. and like i was like thinking wait a minute is this like a fake rubber sword in the or at least in the movie um because this is just training 
But no, I guess apparently it's real because like when he's trying to like slice up the uh, Ortega guy, yeah. he dodges and then he hits the other guy that he was that was training him. And he, I don't know if he had a cut, but he just made the sound like ah, yeah, like I'm, got I'm dead, up. I got yeah. sliced up to death. So that was something that like kind of confused me too, which made me think like, okay, I think this restaurateur best friend of his is probably a not a bad guy, but not a very good guy either i mean if he shared his secrets he's like you're either gonna own up to it and become a master if not we taught you too much you're gonna have to go yeah so i don't know but anyway so that's when they realize okay he's ready um then he goes i think he first uh he's sitting down with his master friend and then he's like what do you remember about the tonight when your waifu was killed and then he's like i don't want to remember that he's like no but like do you know where to start to? He's like, well, I did see a ring. And he's like, well, what did the ring look like? And he's like, I don't, I can't picture it. I don't know. He's like, look, close your eyes. Oh wait, you be Ortega. Close your eyes and let me know. Picture the ring as if it was there again. Tell me, Ortega, what was it? It was a dragon, and it was. It was, I don't know, on top of something, on top of, on top of flowers, flowers. That's what it was. Are you sure it was not a snake? No. <laughs> was it a snake? Yes, it was a snake. <laughs> I think your baby was taken. And uh, there was another item that you saw too, right? Close your eyes again. What else was there besides a snake? It's like glowing red eyes, right? Uh, that, but uh, what else was it there? I give you a hint. Uh, it's what uh, uh, the same person who you were named after uh, had a, a couple like a thing. <laughs> like then? Starts uh, oh, a, yeah. It was a dragon on top of a snake in a chalice. Oh, yes. Uh, and then for some reason, the fucking master guy had to repeat it twice. He's right after yeah. fucking Ortega says, it was a chalice. He's like, oh. A chalice, a chalice, a chalice. Are you sure it was a chalice? Yes, master, it was. Mm, okay. <laughs> so then, like, so then that's when he realizes. Okay, now I know exactly what the ring looks like. And then that's when they discuss more. So he's like, um, he uh, and then he goes, wait, a chalice. A chalice represents uh, apothecary. Now, what the profession nowadays uh, goes refers to apothecary and herbal medicines. And then that's when Ortega's like, a doctor. <laughs> Just figured it out in two seconds. <laughs> One smart cookie. Do you like creativity? Do you like bad creativity? Then have we got a podcast for you. I'm Emily Holman. I'm Erica Scott. And Grow Out of It is a podcast about laughing at, learning from, and loving our creative childhood selves. Join us as we read and review the embarrassing fiction we wrote in our youth and totally make fun of how bad it is. We've got warrior cats. We've got vampires. We've got assassins. We've got shitty romances. If you want cringy stories, check out Grow Out of It on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Or I mean, the best cookie. agent Interpol has. <laughs> so he goes to the hospital that he was in, and then he and somehow he's able to know that the doctor with that ring was there. He goes to the doctor, and uh, I guess I'll be the doctor, you be Ortega. 
Yeah, sure. All right. It'd be like, oh, nice to see you again. Oh, oh hey, uh, Ortega, you're looking really healthy now, considering you have one arm. What can I do for you, sonny? Yeah. Why don't I just skip everything and choke you out right here? Oh, why are you what choking are, me? What did I do bosses? to you? What did I they? do? I don't know what you're talking about. What did I do? Where are your fucking bosses? Why are you choking me? Know. Please tell me. Why are you choking me? Because you got rid of my Anne. I need well, to know. But how do you know it was are. me? When it, oh, how do you know it was me? Ring. My the ring. ring. Oh, my God. I did wear the ring that night. Okay. Okay. Don't kill me. Okay. Uh, it was James. <laughs> James was the one that killed your wife. He's going to be there. Please let me go. Psych. And then he just. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> so, so then. uh yeah, so then after he uh, basically rats out uh, James, uh, that's when he goes to uh, that big musc not muscular, but a big uh, bearded guy, James, that stabbed his wife. Uh, some uh, this bald Fu Manchu motherfucker Asian guy is like giving a massage. He's like, "Let me play patty cake with your back, and mm, does that feel good? Mm, oh, yeah, I'm sure that feels good." He's going up, and then uh, that's when um, he like basically says to the James uh, Ortega says to the James guy, "Is like, hey, I finally found you." And James is, I mean. James was acting like he didn't know him, but he just didn't want to get caught. He's like, yeah. he's he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you killed my wife. And then he's like trying to, uh, I don't know what he did. Like, did he get out his gun or something? Or uh, Nah, he just kind of tried to just fight him. Oh, yeah. He kept fighting him, just kind of just. A lot of kicking hand. and punching. Yep. And then that's when the bald Fu Manchu fucking Asian guy giving the massage is like, oh, hold on, let me get the swords. One for me, one for you. Tosses it over to James. <laughs> Uh, and then he's like, oh, we're going to cut you now. And then they're like, they're trying to cut him. But uh, obviously they didn't. They yeah, failed. They failed. Um, the, uh, I think uh, somehow Ortega grabs the Fu Manchu guy's sword, stabs him, and he falls in the water. And then that's when he, I guess, that's when he stabs James, right? Yeah, he stabs the main dude right there. Like, did he stab him in the stomach, right? Yeah, sort of like in the left area of the stomach. I mean, the guy fell down, was in a nice little pool of blood. And he, like, did the whole, like, oh, and tilted his head to the side with his eyes open. Yeah, which is like a and clear that's, indicator. That's how, it, it, that's how movies let you know that that person died. But, yeah, so then I guess he killed him, and then that's when he decides, okay, you know what, I'm going to go after the main head honcho guy, mm-hmm. which I don't re- – well, let's just call him the, the white boss man or something. Yeah, the white boss man, that sounds appropriate. Here's the, the funny thing, though. Afterwards, he goes and he he knows somehow where the main head honcho guy is. Mm-hmm. So he goes and steals uh, their boat. Yeah. Uh, now keep in mind, this is a this is a gang of Filipinos. <laughs> he goes into this boat, and the first thing we know, uh, Jesus and I noticed, we're like, "Is that what I think it is?" And the Jesus was like, "What?" And a nice big red bright swastika. Yeah. Right on the side of the boat. I was so. like, is, is that, I'm like, is that a fucking swastika on there? And like, we didn't know if it was for sure. I was like, I think it is. So I looked it up and the, the swastika symbol, like if it's in reverse, that means it's like, it's like a Buddhist, like a, a symbol, Buddha yeah. symbol, or it could be like the Hindu sign for peace mm-hmm. if it's reversed. Yeah. But this was like full on, like the way how it was put on, this yeah. was like full on Nazi swastika. And we're like, that's kind of weird. 
that like just no anti-semitism throughout the whole film and so all of a sudden he's like yo i got this big old brand on my boat yeah (laughs) big old just shiner we're a gang of filipinos and we support the nazi party (laughs) 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 we're all gonna dress up like charlie chaplin next year (laughs) for halloween um so then like so he takes the Nazi boat or the speedboat and he goes over and that's when he uh finds the uh the main head honcho and the group of thugs that were responsible for his wife's death. Yeah. Um he kills a lot of them. Uh does the typical uh shooting thing. Uh a lot of the actors are like doing a real bad job of acting like they're dying. Yeah. Um and that's when um the main head honcho and the other guy, the guy that would always go, don't you mean the word anti-Semitism? <laughs> that guy, uh, he's going to go with them. He's like, no, no you're going to stay here. You're going to go kill that Ortega guy. He's like, yeah. hey, well, what do you mean? I don't know how to fight. He's like, here, take my gun. He gives him the gun. And then he's like, he goes and he tries to shoot Ortega, but or- Ortega obviously yeah. shoots back and hits him in the chest or wherever the fuck he was yeah. and goes down. And then the main honcho guy takes off, but obviously Ortega like misses him. So he, so I'll be the I'll be the uh, the assistant guy, the grammar Nazi guy, no pun intended, uh, laying down, and you be Ortega questioning me to find out where he's at. Where's your boss? Where'd he go? Uh, he went to mate with the other guys. He's gonna be at this island off of. Tagalo Street, <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then uh, I don't know. Say something else. Like say some kind of a thing. Um, uh, Tagalo Street. I know exactly where that is. Oh, uh, don't you mean you might know where that is? I'm dead now. <laughs> so, and then that's when um he goes, but then. It quick shots over to like a bird's eye view, and you hear a helicopter like sound of like the the blades, and that's when somehow the kung fu master also owns a fucking helicopter. Yep. And we didn't know what the name think, but I got to thank the director for clarifying one question because I was gonna ask what's the name of that old guy's restaurant. But luckily enough, we know now because it says it on the helicopter. The stir fry. Yeah, the stir fry. It says it right there on the helicopter. Um, So then that's when the Kung Fu Master Slash Restaurateur says, Hey, uh, uh, Ortega, we got to make sure we got to find... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm fucking up the character. He's like, Hey, Ortega, are we able to make sure that we've... Find uh, something out of the ordinary uh, that doesn't look good in this jungle with all of these huts and the swamps. Dude, oh, look, it's like some kind of a mansion. Does not that not look ordinary to you? It's like, yeah, that looks very unordinary. Let's land there. And then uh, what happened after that, Jesus? Gets off and uh, just like finds the main goons there. Start shooting, shooting, more horrible, bad acting. Oh, I bet he gets launches. off. I bet he shoots. <laughs> I bet he launches. Oh. Ew, <laughs> banana juice. <laughs> no, so anyway, so he's, he's shooting. He's shooting. He 
fucking has to reload with one arm, so he puts the gun in between his thighs, oh, yeah. holds it there, fucking puts the round in, comes back, and then cocks it with one arm. I'm, like, I gotta say, though, I've never... I have to say uh i've never seen a film where a guy can cock a gun with one hand yeah. have you no no never i do have I to mean, give credit for hats that off to them i mean yeah it, and then what happens <laughs> cocks the gun one of them starts trying to pounce they realize he has one arm and he's reloading i think i have a solid maybe five seconds to try to get up to him but not the one-armed executioner he's too good for you yeah. Comes back too quick, shoots one of the main goons. The other main goons kind of like, oh, no. Oh, they kind of keep going on with the mission because he starts running away the back the other direction. They start <laughs> chasing him. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, he just um, gets in another gunfight with them in another area. Scalps, I think, both of them. Yeah, then I think one guy was even like, all right, he's got to blow right now. So I'm going to come out and I'm going to shoot his ass. All right. Uh, Oh God! I got a bullet in my stomach. Uh, no more waffles for me. <laughs> just oh my God! Just yeah, they're just all falling to a one-armed man. They all have one arm. <laughs> they literally have the one up on them. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! And then so that's when um uh I guess he catches up with um oh yeah because he also sees that the james guy actually didn't die oh because because yeah. we saw a quick glimpse of him but then i th- we jesus was like wait is that that same guy that he stabbed i go i don't think so i don't think it's him because he died before yeah I mean, so it might just be a different guy but then when they got a closer up but then we it confirmed it because when Ortega was looking at the main head honcho dude and saw the James yeah. guy, which we didn't know was James until he looked at him. He's like, he had a wound on his stomach where the, he stabbed him. And we're like, oh, okay, never mind. That's him. He's like, wait, I thought I killed you. He's like, no, you didn't. You didn't kill me at all. So then uh, that's when. Um, yeah, so that's when kind of the boss and uh, that main um, that main goon, J- uh, James. James. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, they start running away, but then James gets a glimpse of Ortega, and they both just kind of look at each other's eyes and then just stare down. And James throws down a cigar. He's pissed. He's like, you're the guy who fucking stabbed me. Like, fuck you. Well, well you stabbed my wife, you piece of shit. So that, what did you expect? That doesn't change anything. He still stabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> they both start running. <laughs> they both start running. The boss keeps stringing along James while James is dying. Where he's dying, he's dying as they're running. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he keeps just tumbling. Boss, boss, he, keep running. James. He keep falls running. in like mud, and the mud's getting in his wound. And he's like, Pat, he's like, oh, I can't believe it. Oh, fine. If you're not gonna keep up, then I'm gonna take these bags of diamonds out of your fucking hand. And then when he's like running away then all of a sudden he magically gets up really fast because he's motivated by greed and he's like oh money is making me feel better now and then he just keeps stumbling and falling and stumbling and falling stumbling and falling until they get to this boat the nazi boat yeah oh yeah actually yes the nazi boat. that's that's where because here's the thing when when we first took a glimpse at it it was at night and I guess depend and the way how the camera looked, um, there was like a little bit of glare because I think it was like a sticker or something. Yeah. Uh, so we you, you we only kind of got a quick glimpse of it, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. 
This is out in the daytime, and it gets really even closer to this Nazi swastika sticker. Yeah. That's when we knew, okay, yeah, it's a swastika sticker. Because it wasn't like a white circle Mm-mm. with the black. It was like a red, dark red circle with black, which if it's dark red, it's kind of hard to see that. But yeah. the daytime, we were able to see it. So uh, the main head honcho guy is like trying to start up the boat. And it's not starting up. And then James, like, he's, like, stumbling again. He's like, oh, my stomach. It's been stabbed. And then he's like, oh, come on. Help me with this, you idiot. Help me. And he's like, all right. And he pulls the boat back. And then he finally gets uh, the main head honcho guy finally gets the boat started yeah. up. And then he was like, oh, psych. You ain't getting here. You're useless piece of shit. And he hits him with the diamond bag, <laughs> falls in the water. And then that's when uh, he starts driving off in the boat. And that's when our main protagonist and the, gets uh, into the helicopter. He's like, hey, uh, Kung Fu Master restaurant owner guy of the the stir fry, I need the helicopter now because uh, the main head honcho guy is getting away. So he gets in the helicopter and then uh, what happens after that, Jesus? Um, he, start, he somehow remembers his geographic location. He remembers exactly where the hell he was going. He was like northeast. <laughs> he's going northeast. I know he couldn't have gone far. They catch up to him in the helicopter and um, he starts shooting at the helicopter, uh, or, or uh, he starts shooting at the Nazi boat. Yeah, starts shooting, starts shooting. The main boss is getting a little scared, getting a little flustered. I mean, who wouldn't? They're bullets. Gets flustered, whatnot. He's like, oh, oh no! It starts catching in flames a little. He's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, just gotta get the hell out of here. Jumps, the boat explodes. I guess <laughs> I don't know. And then we don't see him. Again, because yeah, because he it. just uh, he just immediately says, "Hey, uh, now let's go and find James." Yeah, the main goon. Apparently, now the the last person alive is the main goon, and he remembers exactly where he's at too. Flies, finds him. James is trying to run, trying to run. He just falls again. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm over it. I'm stabbed. I'm right here in the sand. I'm down." He gets down. Ortega land with him. They land there. He goes with them. He's like, or freaking James puts up his arms like, hey, man, you got me like fair and square. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Just kill me. Tega throws his gun at him. Think uh, pretty much saying it's like you do it yourself. Like, like I'm, I'm not going to do it for you. Starts walking away in true one armed fucking executioner fashion uh, has an extra gun because James starts shooting at him again because James obviously can't die honorably. He just has to try to stay alive for some reason. He turns around. Boom, boom. One arm executioner just gets the best of him, kills James right there. Then and then, uh, I don't think he was like handing him the gun to tell him to kill himself. I think oh, he man, was handing him the gun because he knew that that motherfucker is a piece of shit and was going to use it to to kill him. Oh, so and that would give reason. him that would give him an excuse to be able to kill a guy in self defense. So that way, it would represent that you know he's still a good guy. That he's not going to kill sense. an unarmed guy. You know, yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. No, but yeah, then, I but then again, a like, lot of this this shit in this movie didn't make sense. Yeah, no, so. I mean, I was I was just thinking, he was like, I have one arm, I can't. I'm and then, and then what happened after that? Uh, he gets back onto the. Uh, actually, no, he he. <laughs> I moved the mic down and farted into it, just to overexplain. <laughs> Fucking Jesus is dying. 
just said this. <laughs> it was a look on his face while he was explaining what was going on. I saw him moving he down. Saw and I was him. like, you better fucking fart or, or I better not be a silent one because I swear to God, you better grab that audio if it's a silent one. That will just be just making a whole lot sadder. But hell <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just hope you feel better. <laughs> oh, I, t- I feel a lot better. For those of you that aren't aware, I'm part Asian, so you, if I'm a little tipsy, you can tell because my, I have the Asian flush glow on my cheeks. Yeah, because yeah, because they could see you. <laughs> no, I mean, because they can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so then the uh, his superiors come in. And they're like, oh, we knew you were going to go and kill the guys. We knew yeah. you were going to do that. Oh, hell, what the hell? You want your job back? And Ortega's like, no, I don't want my job back. Fuck you. And then, like, credits roll. That's the end of the story. Yeah, and I got so confused because, like, I didn't. The, the main head honcho guy, I don't think he got killed. Oh no! Definitely. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it was he. It, maybe in the film he was supposed to have been killed, but I saw it because I know because I like yeah. when he when the guy Ortega threw the grenade into the speedboat. Mm-hmm. I, the, you heard me say, "Oh, I'm 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 gonna fucking jump out, like yeah. jump out, motherfucker!" And he did. Yeah. So he when did. he jumped out, that's when the boat exploded. So it's like, yeah, if the boat explodes, even though you jumped out and you're deep underwater, like you're still gonna get killed from that. Nah, no way. So it's He's like, alive. I don't know. But then, like, and then I start thinking about it. And I'm like, is that a way for them to like come up with like some kind of a sequel where like it'd be like the no armed executioner? It'd yeah. be the same story. He gets remarried to a different woman, and the guy, the main head honcho guy, he survived the boat explosion, <laughs> so he cuts off his other arm. So he has no arms now. He's got a. He kills his other fucking second wife, and then he's got to like meet up with that fucking restaurant owner again. But this time he's got to learn how to use a gun with his feet. He's got to learn how to cock the fucking <laughs> the gun back with his fucking yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the no, it just it still be the no armed executioner. The no armed. The no armed executioner. He'd like fucking start firing guns pull the fucking trigger with his toes and shit <laughs> so i don't know but, I, but then again i don't think they ever came out with a sequel nah, i don't think they you know did what either. let me actually see if you know what i'm gonna look it up just for the Go fuck ahead, out of it I'm let's see pretty sure that the guy bobby no did he was trying to set up a sequel <laughs> executioner uh, you can find anything on google <laughs> oh no there isn't nope just one-armed executioner fuck that would have been so fucking yeah. sweet if that happened. I mean, I mean, oh no, Bobby passed away, huh? Wait, what? The the uh, uh, the director passed away. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, because <laughs> oh, you were gonna say. Uh, I, mean, I mean, maybe the time. maybe the time, maybe the but... dead director will make a fucking <laughs> sequel. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what time it is now? Time. All right, so this is uh, the special segue, Rad Bad or Bad Bad. Um, hey, Suze, do you know how this goes? Um, or do you need me to over-explain it and explain it to you? 
You could over-explain it to me. All right, so <laughs> just to over-explain it to Jesus, even though he's heard a lot of the podcast episodes in the past, and for mm-hmm. those of you that don't know anything about this, uh, this is where we have our own rating system where we um, rate it out of a 10. So first what we do is we ex- we talk about things that we liked mm-hmm. about a movie, things we didn't like about a movie, and also um, you know what... And then that's when we give our score out of a 10. Yeah. So if you happen to, let's say, you know, if it's a five or above, it's a rad bad rating. Rad bad meaning that it was one of those bad movies where you were entertained by it. And then if you give it a below a five, that's when you give it a bad bad recommendation, meaning that you don't recommend it uh, and you didn't quite like it. Um, but, But then when we first... When I first came out with this, I thought that was a little bit too broad. So there's different ones. So if it's just a five, whenever it's like a, a recommended film for bad movies to watch, that'd just be a, a rad bad. If it's a six or above, like a six or a 6.5 or 6.8, whatever, it's a super rad bad. If it's seven, it's a mega rad bad. If it's All eight, right. ultra rad bad. Nine, super <laughs> duper rad bad. And ten, which is the max, would be super ultra mega rad bad. Now, if you give it a 4.9 as an example, it'd just be a bad, bad where you don't really recommend it, but you can like maybe recommend it to a specific group of people, maybe. Yeah. Um, which, and then if you do a three, a super bad, bad, which would be like you wouldn't recommend it at all, and maybe you might watch it, maybe not, but it just depends on your mode. Two, yeah. super duper bad, bad. You don't like the movie. You're glad just to have watched it only once and never again, and you don't want to tell anybody about it. One, ultra bad bad, which you fucking hate this film, and you don't know why you had to put up with it. And then, of course, zero or 0.5 would be absolute fucking shit. (laughs) Well, I mean, it wasn't absolute fucking shit. Okay. But... Well, I, name yeah. since uh, okay. Well, I guess since you you're just chiming in, you want to go first then. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. All right. So, I mean, what did you like about the film? For let's start with what you liked about the film. First of all, the premise, the title. <laughs> How can you not look at that and be like, "All right, I have a ton of questions. I want to see what plays out." The one armed executioner. Name me five films where the guy has one arm. and um, goes for revenge. There, well, not one arm, but there is a no armed and a no leg kung fu movie that I was explaining earlier. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. That but, one, but yeah, but, but like you know, but, it's like but, it's like you never hear that. It's like, oh yeah, like I have one arm and I'm gonna come after you. And there is like a one armed swordsman, but that's yeah. sword, not a gun yeah. carrying guy. Executioner, that's like giving him even a bigger status. Like, oh, exactly. I'm trained. Like I've been with one arm for years. You yeah. don't even know. The premise is pretty cool because there's like a few other movies where if you listen, if you if you hear somebody explain what the movie's about, that yeah. kind of makes you interested in wanting to watch it. Which I think we might do one of these too. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean. I mean, like, like even the pictures, like you could tell he only had one arm, and you're like, all right, like let's let's just get into it. Like, I want to see how he fights. I want to see how he gets the bad guys. Like, how he moves. What makes him so good with just one arm better than people that have both arms <laughs> and are coming at him with the same <laughs> weapons, but that somehow they just <laughs> they don't get the upper hand. <laughs> and uh, 
So were those were there any other things that you liked about the film? Uh, that and also just some of the. I I mean I think they did a really good job at trying to uh, hide the arm. Mm-hmm. They did do a really good job at that. I I, I think so. I mean, in, in, in some scenes you could kind of tell, but yeah. not really. I mean, for for being for it being an old film and them trying to just conceal a whole person's arm, it was done pretty well. The action scenes, some of the gunfights. I mean. Sure, they they're a bit over exaggerated, but I mean, who who wouldn't want that in an action film? You want some overzealousness. You want some. You want them to you know, kind of feel it and just kind of sell it. You know. Yeah. But um, that and um, the story was pretty straightforward. The story was pretty kind of like I could see this turn coming. I could see this is gonna happen. I yeah. Kind of see that. Uh, but I mean. Overall, it's just mostly just the premise that's what got me, what kind, of, what got me kind of interested. And it's like, I mean, that's all someone really needs—just kind of the bite, kind of along for the ride. I see. Yeah. Well, what what were some of the things that you did not like about the film? Um, just some some line like actually the some lines weren't delivered right. Some lines were delivered kind of like weakly slow it seemed not realistic but other than that i mean the only real problem with this film is the boss's sidekick <laughs> to be honest <laughs> the oh the uh the james guy yeah no 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 the guy who was like don't you mean heinous? oh yeah that guy that guy yeah yeah yeah. that, that guy was that a fucking was, ugh. yeah for no reason i think he i don't know it just made no sense but i mean other than that i mean Sure, it wasn't Oscar worthy, but I mean, it wasn't a bad film. It was it, I, I was entertained. That's why I, I can't say that it was a bad film because I was entertained. <laughs> so, like, so, so, entertained. so the only thing you didn't like was that that assistant guy that would do the don't you mean this? Yeah. Don't you mean, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, well, I mean, and, and like also to some of the, just their their lines seem kind of like cliche, kind of one liners. But other than that, I mean, like. Just take it as what it is, man. It's a one-armed executioner. You're here for the ride. It wasn't. It wasn't. I I think it could have been a lot worse. That's true. It could have been way worse. Yeah, it could have been Bong of the Dead. Yeah, it could have. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> have you Have you seen that film yet? No, I'm not. Uh, you should watch it. I, should, I, I probably, I probably will. Yeah, and then let and then let Cameron know what you think of it because it was his idea to watch it. I'll probably ask him to come over and just watch it with. <laughs> I'm, you know what? He'll probably want to watch it again. <laughs> You'll probably got. You guys will have to probably, uh, you know, bring your fucking CBD vapes and do a shitload of it. <laughs> just drink some down. harder just lemonade or a forty ounce or some shit. Yeah, harder lemonade <laughs> or fucking pass out. <laughs> Or some shit. Uh, so, um, what would you give this film out of a ten? For me, just being honest, it would be a five, but nothing more. Not a five point one. Not a four point nine. Just, just a, str- a flat five. So, just a flat five. Like you, you could recommend this to somebody that would like, yeah, action movies. Yeah, just like, or all right, take it as it is. It's an old film, or it's not. You know, it's not anything glorious, but it's not. It's also something you've never seen before. I've 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 never seen a movie like this ever in my life. Yeah, I've nothing even comes close to it. To where, 
I mean, this guy gets <laughs> for some reason they just decided to chop his arm off. They turned around and just said this one. You know what, though? I mean, as much as you hate these bad guys for stabbing his wife's wife in the tits, yeah. If it wasn't for them, he wouldn't be the one-armed executioner. Yeah. And we wouldn't have a movie. In fact, he should kind of thank them a little. Yeah. They're like, hey, you guys kind of gave me a purpose. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just one purpose. Yeah. (laughs) To go around and be an executioner with one arm. Um, So so you give this a five. Yeah. I I, I give it a five just for the entertainment factor and just that, uh, I mean... It's not glorious action, but I mean, you 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 you'll be entertained. You'll be entertained for only that, if you a, like action yeah. movies. Okay, yeah, sounds I mean, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I pretty much agree. Uh, the things that I liked about the film, I liked a lot of the bad ADR kind of thing. Uh, I liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked the um. I liked some of the really cheesy dialogue. I liked the bad acting. Because, uh, I mean, typically, I, I, I despise bad acting. But if it's unintentionally funny, then, yeah. I'll, then, I, then I'll like it. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's, that's what I loved about. the guys, like the guys that were paid in like fruit and bananas to act like they were getting shot. Because it was like, I mean, like I said, guys, you'd, you'd have to watch this on Amazon Prime to really get it. But... Mm. They 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 do the over the top acting like uh, uh, the convulsions like, like you I don't know if you've ever seen a movie where a guy would like do the over the top dying sequence like he's dying very slow kind of thing like you see a lot of those those were pretty funny um I liked uh some of the action scenes were pretty mm-hmm. good not necessarily like the gun scenes because it just looked like they were just shooting like out firecrackers yeah um but more like the helicopter when it was like you know following the boat yeah actually yeah that that scene now that you bring it up that scene was actually i I was kind of impressed with the shots from that scene where Mm -hmm. they were chasing the boat with the helicopter and somehow they had a kind of steady cam to kind of just capture and follow them and it for for a cool like 30 seconds it was a one shot yeah, it was all just yeah, one shot. Like and 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 you could tell that like this is not a high budgeted movie whatsoever. No. And but yet they were still able to pull that off and they and you could tell and the yeah. reason why I don't hate this movie is because you could you could tell that the person the people that were involved in the film they they really genuinely wanted to make this like a good action yeah. movie. You know, I mean, because yeah. if they didn't really give a shit, like they wouldn't they put something risky like that. Because like, yeah. if, like the guy, whoever was flying the helicopter, like they could have easily just like not been good, and they, you know, and they could easily the the helicopter blades could like fucking kill the guy that's driving yeah. the boat. Or they could have just made it like, hey, he's gonna jump off from the helicopter, and then the helicopter doesn't need to be needed. There'll be a just scene on the boat. Yeah. But they they put a you could tell they put a lot of effort into it with what little to no budget they had, (laughs) and and I I I liked it I I liked the film the things that I didn't like about it Mm -hmm. I mean there wasn't really anything too much that I didn't like about it I I, it's it's more or less like a complaint that I wish they would have had more action in it Um, because I think what what I think the movie when I looked at the time because I was trying to see like. Uh, how much time we had left. Um, I think the movie is like an hour and 28 minutes. Uh, I was 
majority of the film, like, you'll see some action in the beginning, but then throughout the film is, like, a self-pity party kind of thing. Majority of the film is where he feels sorry for himself, he's drinking, and then um, he keeps drinking, he's uh, being depressed, and then he, uh, and then that's when he goes through like this whole m- training montage of like trying to learn how to do kung fu with one arm, yeah. that kind of thing. Of just almost kind of learning how to live again. Yeah, yeah, that that, and then and then they show some of the action, and then like, and then it it, it pretty much ends. Yeah. Um, but I wish they would have had some more action sequences. I would have loved to have seen mm-hmm. some like, you know, different creative things like having to do with you know one-armed fighting stuff like he's like i wish i would have seen like a shitload of guys coming after him while he's like has one arm and he's like beating the shit out of them like it could have been over the top shit too and i would have fucking enjoyed it but um yeah i would have eaten that shit up i would have just been like oh man like i know this is like (laughs) just like straight over the top but like yeah, it would have been great. Yeah. Um, but that's the really honestly, that's like the only real complaint that I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, it's just only the bad. It's all, it's almost like the the time that so was like you know just like the, the formula wasn't perfected yet. They didn't yeah, have it. But I mean, I would definitely love to see a remake of this film. Yeah, I think if if there's anybody out there that is an aspiring director, just feel, do a fucking reboot of this film. Make yeah. the one armed executioner. Uh, a fucking good action movie. Yeah. Um, as far as my score, I'd have to disagree with you with the score. I think I'm. I think I'm going to give this like a six oh, out of ten. Okay. Uh, which I think, according to this, would be. A, I'm going to give this a super rad bad. Super rad bad. Right. Um, I, I don't know if it's because for the past <laughs> three or four episodes, I've been watching really shitty movies or not. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But this was a nice, fresh, uh, like a nice breath of fresh air for me. Um, I enjoy, a lot of the I I know I know a lot of the times me and you were kind of like making fun of it and like doing like the whole like kung pao like dubbing yeah. kind of thing, adding our own voices to it and stuff like that. But it was a it was a pretty enjoyable film for me. Like yeah. I I was pretty entertained. I didn't have to like go oh should I fast forward it or not? Yeah. Like I didn't have to like you know endure it or anything yeah so i was genuinely entertained by it and even though i had i didn't know any of the actors i had no mm-hmm. clue of the, who this director was i, I was pretty i, I was gen- genuinely entertained by it yeah. and i would i i wouldn't recommend it to anybody i would only recommend it to people that either like like martial arts films and like the like the uh, John Woo type films where, you know, like you see Chow Yun-Fat with the uh, guns and, you know, things like that. Things of that nature. If you're into those kind of films, then, yeah, I would definitely check this out because this is definitely something that you have never seen before. I mean, come on. A fucking John Woo type film with a guy with one arm. A Filipino like, man who has a, a Filipino man wife, <laughs> who loses his wife. This is like his arm. this is like a combination of the one-armed swordsman meets Death Wish meets a John Woo hard-boiled Chow Yun Fat gunfighting uh, movie. Yeah, like if you like any of those types of films, I definitely recommend it. Like, I think you guys will genuinely be entertained by it. This yeah. is. The bad red movie. and oh and 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 it is a super bad red. I give it. Yeah. Um, 
And if you guys want to know, and this is a good opportunity to really motivate people. Let's say if you did lose your arm and you you think, oh, I can never use my handgun again. I, I, I won't know how to reload my fucking semi-automatic Beretta. Yeah, if anyone out there who's lost an arm and is worried about their Second Amendment rights. Yes, you'll they, know you, how to reload yeah. your gun. You'll know how to cock the fucking <laughs> semi-automatic pistol back. It's almost like a tutorial. Yeah. Really? I actually, I actually do have a shotgun in my closet. I mean, hey man, that's that's fine, man. I never, I never fired it though. Yeah, exactly. It's like who, who wouldn't want to? It's just for protection. It's like you never want to use it, but it's like the day that you need it, it's there. Yeah, yeah. It's like extreme circumstances. I've had it for like five years, six nice. years, and I've never fucking fired it. Yeah, it's like some people just take it to the shooting range their whole life. I still have the cartridges I put purchased too. Yeah. Only reason why I bought it though was because there was this guy that like used to play drums with me and my dad, mm-hmm. and like he brought he was like basically threatening us. Whoa! And brought over this guy who claimed to have a gun in his pocket. Shit! So like he was like he was saying something like, "Oh, you know, like I'm trying to be civil and shit, but like you know, I could come, I can come with me and my homies, and we could blast up your fucking house and shit, but." I got a gun in my pocket right now, and I could blast you right now, but I don't want to do that, you know, because I'm civilized. And then I'm like, let me get this straight. You're saying that you have a gun right now, right? He's like, yeah. I go, well, I got you on tape saying that. Yeah. I'm going to call the cops right now. So I call the cops. And so that's why I bought that shotgun. It was mainly for my parents. Yeah. And But then they were like, ah, we don't want the shotgun anymore. Can you take it? I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll take it. So I took it. And, yeah, you wouldn't believe how cheap guns are in hesperia in hesperia i bought that shotgun for a hundred bucks brand new and the cartridges were like 10 bucks (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) i know so if you guys ever want to buy a gun and not have to rent a gun at a shooting range just go to hesperia Hesperia. (laughs) there you go they got you covered they got you covered over on Main Street. Over on Main Street? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. I'm going down there. Oh, yeah. Shit. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess um, I was going to do like a read some reviews. but I'm down, man. But, well, I don't think we really need to because usually typically I would read like a one-star review yeah. and read like a – 10 star review but they kind of reviewed it but they 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 a lot of people that reviewed this film they yeah. give they give they're given high scores like some of them are sevens and eights and stuff yeah. so i can't really do like a low score thing and a high score thing yeah so yeah they are agreeing instead right there and entertaining action filipino trash yeah it's just like <laughs> yeah like uh the filipino film trash sorry about that <laughs> but yeah it's, uh, I mean, yeah, because it's exactly what it is. It's not like it's a not entertaining film. It'd be worse if it was not entertaining. If it was oh, not entertaining, yeah. it wouldn't have been bearable at all. Yeah, it's, uh, don't worry, guys. It's it's not Ace Ventura Jr. It's not Bong of the Dead. It's not House of the Dead 2. It's not Good Guys Were Black. Th- this is an actual entertaining film, in my opinion, and in Jesus's opinion. Yeah. Um. All right, well, I guess let's go ahead and check out the scores for IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. This movie on IMDb has a 6 out of 10 score. This is probably like... Whoa, 6 out of 10 out of 93 reviews? Yeah. Not bad. That is not bad. Good job, one-armed executioner. (laughs) Executioner. (laughs) I guess let's check out the Rotten Tomato score. 
Uh, tomato meter oh. is not available. Which honestly, I prefer if if I had a, if I ever have a movie in the future that tomato meter is not available rather than mm-hmm. having like a really low percentage score. Yeah, seventeen uh, percent of people liked it, but then again, technically, I think that technically wouldn't that be a hundred percent because or no. Because it's 17 uh, users, 17, so maybe like only... That sounds like each one of those people gave it like one. Maybe. Either that or like some people actually enjoyed it and some people didn't. I just think those people don't know film. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> so there you go, guys. That's our two cents and uh, that's all we have to say about it. Yeah. So uh, did, did you enjoy doing this podcast, Jesus? I really enjoyed it, man. All right. It was was it everything that uh, that Cameron told you? It was everything and more. Cameron didn't even let me know that you'd be so quick with the quips, <laughs> be so friendly, be so welcoming. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he just I, I think he just kind of just gave me the uh, like oh, a, a little bit of the taste, but he wanted me to take the full bite here. Oh, is, is that oh, be, was it because like I was playing like sound clips like of cars crashing yeah, yeah is that what it was and he was like yeah just 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 then you know man fucking richard he's gonna be a complete fucking dick and he's gonna like play sound clips and sound boards and he's gonna fart and play fart sound clips and blah 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 and just prepare for that man because he's a fucking piece of shit <laughs> and he's like sucking dick he's a dick sucking fucking piece of shit just prepare for that <laughs> And by the way, hey, Sus, you should go watch yeah. Bong of the Dead. That's my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> all right. <Kevin. laughs> Whoa, what'd you do in there, bud? What'd you do? Oh, I mean, I, I, I guess he could keep going. I guess he could. <laughs> Just kidding, Cameron. We love all right. Well, I want to thank uh, Jesus for coming on. I, it's been a lot of fun. Hopefully, you know, when you, it, whenever you're available, you can always feel free to come back and we could do another Definitely. podcast episode. Yeah, I mean, we got to see that one with the guy with no arms or the guy with no legs. I I might I might have to like find that online though like I might have to like connect a laptop to the TV to do yeah, something like that because I try to find it. I found yeah. a sequel to it, but I'd rather watch like the original. The original. Yeah. No, we could do that, or I can always find something else too. No, yeah, definitely. Man. All right, well, uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, like yeah, I said, my pleasure, man. <laughs> and uh, you know, feel free to uh, send us some suggestions, uh, send us some Please comments. Um, if you guys have any movie suggestions, feel free to let us know. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, uh, feel free to send it through our Instagram page. Um, and I will, you know, listen to your comments or read your comments and, um, you know, shove it up my ass. And there you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, have a good one. And, uh, yeah, take care. <laughs>